Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today, I'd like to be talking about nutrition, diet, and uh, specifically sugar, and what I believe is the principle of dieting. Um, in the military, we have a thing called um, the performance triad, which is th- uh, three things, kind of like fundamental things that if people focus on, um, it should help them beca- be a better s- soldier um, in everything they do in their military jobs and tasks. And that those three things are uh, sleep, nutrition, and exercise. And, you know, now for a few years, it's been kind of coming along about uh, meditation being a fourth one or spiritual, you know, upkeep. And that's going to make its way into the uh, uh, scenario as well. But right now, performance triad, triad, those three things plus spiritual upkeep. Well, so physical stuff is sort of a given um, with military. Um, It's expected that soldiers are in shape, in good shape. Um, sleep, you know, at, uh, at, uh, higher levels and at, at, in certain situations, um, it is, it is taught by certain, um, people about sleep, um, with the main thing being, you know, there's a sleep hygiene, time to go to bed, get, uh, screens out of your face, get the lights low, you know, do certain things, read a book, whatever, <clears throat> but, um, the main thing that people catch on to is, Hey, go for seven, eight hours of sleep. Right. And I I would like to, you know, just let you know that at the highest levels that that is a focus of, um, special operation soldiers is getting adequate sleep. Um, everybody knows the exercise there, but the sleep is actually very important. And it's almost, uh, with the younger generation, there's almost a bragging rights of how little sleep people get. And it's almost like a, it shows competence or ability to, you know, work through difficult times and people just saying they don't, you know, they stay up late and they get up early, they, whatever. That's great. But there's a, there's a lot of value to getting adequate sleep, um, based on our situation. I know we'll get into kingdom stuff, but so getting to nutrition, um, it's taught, it's talked about, you see it everywhere. And I would just like to say from experience that I've been way wrong about it for a long time, and I'd like to tell you why, um, kind of how I've overcome that and am overcoming it now, and um, how it kind of ties into our lives as believers. So, so how did I? So I'm I'm uh, forty in my forties now, um, and I'm in I'm in fine decent shape. I can I can run. Um, bicycle, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm so thankful and grateful for that. Um, and, but that, but that is one of the reasons why I haven't eaten really good over time is because I'm healthy because, because I do work out, um, because I'm not obese. And another reason is because I've had a sort of a lifestyle of fasting for the last 20 years where you know, I'll fast a couple of days a week at least. <clears throat> and so if you add all those things in um, together and you consider diet, well, I also don't eat, I eat good food too. But the thing is, is I also eat a lot of, I did eat a lot of sugar and a lot of sweets, desserts. I love them. I grew up with them. And, um, <clears throat> and 
I was just able to get away with it without being fat because of what I just told you. Um, because of working out a bunch, because of not being obese, because of fasting, and it's carried me this far. But there's, there are issues with that. And the real issue comes in is to when I look at longevity, and although it has not affected me now in a way that is visible, it's not a path to, uh, that has the potential to sustain another 40, 50 years, um, especially if I become less active or any other scenario, right? It's just, it's not healthy to eat like that. It doesn't mean it doesn't damage the inside, even if it doesn't look like it on the outside. So there's a disease called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and it is uh, affecting lots of people now. And what it is, is it's like, it's like cirrhosis. It's like people who drink and they're damaging their liver and they can't tell because they look rather normal on the outside, but it's killing their liver on the inside. The sugar and, um, eating bad has can have the same effect so it's a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and that is a a bad effect and it affects a lot of people and and so on that note let's just talk about that for a second what what kills the most people on the planet today it's not the coronavirus it's not war it's not homicides it's not suicides and it's not domestic violence it is heart disease. Heart disease kills more people than anything, and especially in the United States where I live. Um, there are certain cultures who generally eat better um, in the eastern part of the world, and God bless them. That's awesome. Um, that's not the culture here. <clears throat> so, so how do we how do we fix this? How do we, you know, I think the first thing is acknowledging it, right? If you recognize that heart disease is the big killer, um, then you'll want to listen to what I'm saying and we want to take steps. So, so what, so what did I do and how did I come to this revelation? Well, like I said, I tend to have a stubborn hard head sometimes and because of other, all the other reasons and the fact that I can, you know, I could eat a sweet, after dinner every night and um you wouldn't be able to tell but here's the difference um and i'd like to suggest to you that so this is the thing sugar and when we learn to stay within the appropriate limits of how much sugar we uh intake we have um i think that it is that is the principle of dieting I think it's one of the fundamental principles of dieting. So if you can figure out how to keep your sugar intake to a, an appropriate level, no matter what diet you're on or no, or no diet, this will benefit you. And that's what I'd like to sort of give as a thing for hopefully if you want to try something with diet or if you're already dieting, this will most likely go in line with whatever diet you're on because it's one of the fundamental principles of dieting. <clears throat> so the American Heart Association recommends um, that an adult have 36, no more than 36 grams of sugar a day. Now you need to do very little research. Look at whatever you're eating today on the back of it and see how much sugar is in it. It does not take much to get to that. <clears throat> so what I did um, in an effort to change, one of the things I was really trying to change was just the craving I have for sweets and uh, you know it's not such it's just a bad thing that's affecting me um, so 
Um, how it affected me was energy, but I'll get to that in a second. So what I did was I decided to go 30 days with no sugar. And on the first day I started, I think, I immediately decided um, I was not going to go 30 days without sugar, but I was going to go 30 days consuming with two things. One, less than 36 grams of sugar a day. And the second thing was no added sugars at all. So, you know, for, and the reason I didn't want to go no sugar is because fruit has sugar in it. And I just didn't want to forego fruit at this time. Um, the other reason is, uh, you know, uh, if stuff has sugar in, uh, included in it, it gives me a little bit bigger selection of foods. And I'm looking for more of a lifestyle change than a diet, right? I want, I want this diet to be part of my lifestyle. And that's why I'm saying it's a fundamental. <clears throat> so I did that. Um, and here's, here's like the, here's the, here's the thing that has changed me. Um, because, because I'm me and I, people, I can, I could still easily get away with getting off this thing or eating me a Snickers bar in my car when nobody's looking or whatever it is. But here's, here's the thing that changed me. My energy levels skyrocketed. I just, I feel like I've been ripped off for so long because, uh, you know, it, I get up at 3.30 or so every morning and try to go to bed at 8 every night. Um, but I have, you know, full day of work. I got kids, that three little kids under four that I'm wrangling in the evenings, you know, and work during the day and uh, working out in the morning. And so <clears throat> my energy is gone a lot. You know, it's like it's reasonable to be tired if you're doing working out in the morning, working all day and keeping kids all night, all evening. Um, and your forties in your forties, it's reasonable to be out of energy, right? <laughs> and to be tired all the time. Well, I would like to suggest to you that is not true. Um, and it was directly tied to how I was eating and the sugar intake. Because once I changed that within a couple of weeks, my energy levels had boosted. Now, does the sleep help? Yes, of course it does. Does the, um, does the working out help? Yes, that is also a critical piece. Does the spiritual help? Yes, it's everything. But this nutrition part, and specifically the fundamental principle of sugar, is a game changer. And that's what I like to suggest to you. That whatever diet you're on, or if you're, even if you're on no diet, and you're healthy, um, engage with this. So what I've done afterwards is I loosened up the reins a little bit, and based on how much I work... Um, calories I burn every day. I allow myself 50 grams of sugar a day and it can be included sugar or added sugar. So if I, if I only have 30 grams of sugar and I want to eat a Kit Kat bar because it has 17 grams of sugar in it, then I can eat it and stay under 50. And I, I've come to understand for myself a little bit that that moderation and that un, now, since I know what I'm doing, it, uh, it means so much and it helps and the, the energy sustainment is there. <clears throat> so you'll, you will need to look into your own life and, you know, decide what you're doing uh, and figure out what the best guidelines for you. I highly recommend a 30 day thing like that with uh, no added sugar, stay under the 36, stay under 50, whatever it is for your size and your activity. Um, <clears throat> and pretty much with whatever diet you do, this will work. And it is a it is a lifestyle change that we need to embrace. 
<clears throat> so tying, you know, so tying this into the spiritual, um, because <clears throat> it's so important. Because there's a lots of really appreciate the the different topics that speakers have of, on the podcasts on here, and I really appreciate you guys um, listening. Um, but you know, there's people who talk about wealth. Um, we got obviously a lot of there's a different a lot of different spiritual topics. There's um, people talk about crypto ETFs. I mean, it's it's there's such a variety um, of important topics, and I I'd like to suggest this is one of them. And where where this ties into spiritual, if I could just say one small testimony, you know, I believe when when we give thanks for our food, um, God sanctifies it, right? Because we don't know all the genetic modifying and everything that's going on. I believe that God meets us where we're at. I believe that, you know, when we, we thank Jesus, we thank God for our food. He sanctifies the bad. But what we have to do is our act of faith is we, we need to be responsible and respectful to ourselves and to him to meet him in the middle with how we eat. I'd also like to say, <clears throat> I, I've always wanted to, you know, now that I have kids, I, I just, I want to see their, I want to see my kids, kids, you know, I want to raise them. I want to see them through college. I want to see my kids, kids. And, um, you know, there's this, there's this, there was this like voice or lurking feeling of fear of death that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't talk about it and I'm not really worried about it, but I don't know why it's there sometimes. And whatever reason it's there or not there, you know, whether, whatever, whatever other issues I may have to deal with, I'm not saying anything about that, but what I'm, what I'd like to say is suggest is this. When I changed my diet, a good bit of that voice was silenced. I, I see a path now because of the uh, engage it with this in the right way. And it's like a, that critical piece to a puzzle that I've, I've been missing in my walk to make me, uh, to help round me out as a son in Yahweh's kingdom. Um, that I can, that, that, and it also deals with a bit of that fear of death that I know, I know I have 40, 50 years in me now, uh, with the path that I'm on by engaging with how I eat. It's not just fasting. It's not just prayer. It's not just sleep. It's not just one thing. It's, it's the, the full picture of what we're supposed to, how we're supposed to walk through this thing and engage um, that, that will help me get to where I need to be. If I get to the place one day where I don't need food at all, I believe God for that. I would love to, I would love to get there, but where I'm at now, it is so important for me and where I'm at now to engage with this thing now. And this is the right answer for now. And then when I get to a new place, you know, that, that Yahweh will help me and us to have the understanding to see that place and then to engage with that place when we're there. Um, God bless you. Hope you're encouraged. And uh, God bless your, uh, your diet and um, everything you eat and everything we eat. We thank Yahweh for. Have a good day. Shalom.